Okay, Parshas Chukas. So, Parshas Chukas, as you know, um, deals with a very puzzling idea, a very co- puzzling concept, um, which is the idea of um, of things that we don't understand. A type of a mitzvah, a chok, which is a mitzvah which seemingly is, is commonly understood as a mitzvah that we have no understanding of. We don't, we, we can't simply, you know, it's famous, it's well known, the Chazal that say the rabbis teach, it says, it says, um, Shlomo Melech, the wisest of all men, Amarti Echkoma, I, I thought that I was wise, Behi Rechokamimeni, Behi, some say Behi refers to the, the, the Mitzvah Paraduma. Others say that when Shlomo Melech learned Parshas Parah, the Parah, Parshas Paraduma, he recognized Behi Rechokamimeni. The whole Torah is really Rechokamimeni. The Behi refers to the whole Torah. The whole Torah is Rechol Kamimeni is much deeper, much deeper than I expected. In fact, that's the idea. That's a there's a famous dilemma. It says it says Zos Chukas Hatora. Why does it say Zos Chukas Hatora? Why doesn't it say Zos Chukas Hapara? This is the Chukah of, of Parshas Parah. Why why the, why specifically the Chukah of of the Torah? So so the idea is no because what the what the Paraduma is Magala. What the term Paraduma reveals to us is that there's an aspect of Chok. That there's an aspect of chok which I'd like to discuss a little more deeply about what what chok really means. But there's an aspect of chok. There's an aspect of something that is beyond the limitation of human understanding. The question is, why is that a good thing? Why you know, or is that a good thing? Is that really what we want? Don't we really want to understand Torah? Don't we want to understand what the Rishon shares with us? Isn't there a goal that we want to be a part of this? That this should be something that that should be that should be meaningful to us. How is it that, that we can go through life and say, well, this is a wonderful thing? In other words, it's well known. There's a famous Chazal that says that the Gayim, the non-Jewish people, they look at us and they laugh at us. They think, they think we're crazy. Oh, oh these types, two types of things, uh, uh, linen and wool, you can't wear them together. Kosher, what? This animal's kosher. This one's not kosher. This one's... So, you know, at one, some point in time, somebody tried to say that it was a health food thing, but... But the reality is, we know very well that it has nothing to do with health, and we know that even nowadays, when you can show that uh, that there are lots of non-kosher foods that are really very good for you and actually very healthy for you, so it's, clearly it's not about that. And yet, the, the Torah expects us to follow these ideas. So, where, where, how, how are we to understand this idea of chok or chukas It's the level of understanding of Torah that is beyond us. That is something that we are to aspire to, something that we that we want that we want to have. Why is that? Let's try to let's try to delve into that topic a little bit, um, and try to try perhaps to get an understanding and wrap our heads a little bit around this idea. The starting point for this idea, um, a, a, a concept that uh, I heard of Lapiansky say over, and I think that uh, it will be it will, it will benefit us greatly to to go through how how to look at this. So the starting point to really um, begin analyzing this is the following philosophical debate that the Ramam discusses in his Sefer Shemona Prakim. Shemona Prakim is the Ramam's introduction to Perke Elvos. And in Shemona Prakim, the Ramam brings an, an, an interesting philosophical idea. He asks, what, what's better? Which kind of person is better? Uh, is a person who is inherently evil or has within him evil desires or things that he that he wants to do wrong and he overcomes them, he holds himself back, he doesn't do them? Or is it better to be a person 
who never has a negative thought. The person that these to, to do things that are wrong, to do things that are that are not right, it never really occurs to him. It's not really, it's not within his lexicon. It's not, it's not really what, what, what he wants to be. He does he never choosing to be the kind of person that would do something that is wrong. So again, turning to Shlomo Melch, if you take a look in Mishle, there in Mishle it brings in Mishle, in Mishle it brings down um, that Shlomo Melch says, Nefesh 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 Rasha um, Ivsara. The the Nefesh, the soul of the wicked, of a wicked person, Ivsa, like he desires it, like craves Ra. As opposed to Simchal Tzadik, also Mishpat. But for Tzadik, this is the this is the the Rabbi Yonah points out that in Mishlei, our Shlomo Melch will always do this. He'll contrast the opposites so that we can get a good sense, a good understanding of what it is. So the Russia, the person that we don't want to be like, is the person who is Ivsara, who desires evil. Whereas the Tzadik, what what do we call a Tzadik? Who do we refer to as somebody who is a righteous person? Who is the kind of person that we would like to emulate and imitate? What is the kind of person that we want to strive to be? Is a nefesh? Is the tzaddik? Is the tzaddik is a person who is simcha tzaddik osos mishpat, doing the right thing, following the letter of the law, understanding what you're supposed to do. That's that's the that's the desire of of um, um, of, of the tzaddik. Um, and he's disgusted by doing things that are that are that are wicked. That's the that that's the that's the nature of a tzaddik, the nature of a righteous person, the nature of a good person is a person who who rejects Ra. He completely he wants nothing to do with Ra. Whereas the whereas the nature of the Russia is if Sarah, he desires it. He so and that's Shlomo Melech refers to him, that as the Russia. That's a person who is quintessentially evil, is quintessentially bent, not right, not what we would strive to be. So so in our within the context of this question of how do we look at what is the ideal that a person wants to strive for? You want to strive to be that person who doesn't even want, who's not even interested in evil. That's what it would seem from Mishlei. The problem is the problem is that um, that in 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 Mamare Chazal, in the words of Chazal, all over, you find a, perhaps what seems like a little bit of a different story. You find. You find something that doesn't really look exactly the same as that. Um, it says, for instance, it says that the greater a person is, people who are greater than their friends, people who rise to greater heights, yet they have within them a stronger desire. They have something bigger. There's the more, you know, sometimes we explain this idea that you need a balance. You know, so in order to make Bahira work, in order to make it that we have free choice, real free choice, it has to be that there's a balance between the two sides. There has to be the two dimensions have to balance one another out. A person has to want to do good, but in the wanting to do good, there has to be an equal strength, a strong temptation to do Ra as well, which would seem to say that within the good person, when the good person is, when he got, when the, the way the Gemara says it, is when a person is nifter, right? So the tzadik, the Russia looks at his life. He looks back and he sees that his Yitzhahara was like Kamole Nemo, was like the size of a hair, and he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't overcome it. The tzaddik, when he dies, he sees that his Yitzhahara was like this huge mountain that he had to overcome. There's this tremendous uh, weight, weight over him, 
And yet it seems that that's what we call a tzaddik. The tzaddik is the person who has all of those desires for Ra. He has all the desire for, for something that's not right. And yet he, he pulls himself through it all. He pulls himself over it and overcomes that. He overcomes that. Or, or, or that, that's one area where Chazal said, or, or the Chazal say, lefum tzaira agra. The fun the more the struggle, the greater the struggle, the harder it is for you to do something. Agra, you get a greater star, you get a greater reward. It seems to be saying just the opposite. It seems to be saying that overcoming an, an, an evil, an evil drive, overcoming the ruts and the desire to do something that's not right, right? Um, that's that's really that's that's the greatest thing. That's what you want to aspire to be, the kind of person that can actually overcome his own his own yitzhara, his own evil inclination. You don't want to be, it's not that it comes to you naturally. It's not that it comes to you easily. It comes with hard work. And the more hard, the harder you have to work, the more scar you get, the more reward you get. So it seems like the, the bigger, who's the, in, in fact, the, you know, the even more famous idea, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan says, the Rabbi Yochanan says, um, says that B'mokam Shabali Tshuva Oymdin, places where a Baal Tshuva stands, a Tzadik Gomer can't get there. A Tzadik Gomer can't reach that. It's, it seems like the like the tzaddik has the 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 the, the, the person who who was moved naturally in one direction and and overcame that desire to be that and moved himself up to become something that was completely different. That's the real that, that's the real McCoy. He's the real deal. He's what you what you what you want to strive to be like. So in, again, in this philosophical debate. Who's greater? What's the bigger tzaddik? What's the more righteous person? What do I want to be? Do I want to be the person who naturally moved in the right directions? This is my. This is what I. This is who I wanted to be. This is what I always wanted to be. Or do you? Do I want to be that person that fights against his yitzar and overcomes his yitzar, makes himself into something bigger, tr- tr- transforms himself, and makes himself something greater? Which one is it that I really want to be? From the Chazal, it would appear that the idea is that you want to be something greater. In fact, Chazal even go one step further. The Gemara says the famous it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a well known um, uh, um, it's a it's a well known sifra right that Rabbi says Adam a person shouldn't say oh gross how horrible this 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 uh, this non kosher food is or how uncomfortable that type of clothing must be that has shotness that shot that has shotness in it I would never want any of that oh. That's a no. What, what should a person say? A person should say, "Oh, it smells so good. It looks like so good. It's so tempting, so tantalizing, so delicious. I wish I could have some of that. It looks so amazing." What can I do? What can I do? And the person shouldn't say, "I, I don't want it." A person should say, "What a person says, I would love to have it. I would love to eat that. I would love to consume that." But Maya what should I do? The Rebbeinu right? The Rebbeinu commanded me not to do it, so therefore I can't do it. The, the reason why I do, don't do it is not because it's something that's negative that I that I have no that I have no desire for. No, I'm not. If I care, just the opposite. A person should should feel that drawn towards it and know what are my limitations. How do I stop? Where do, where do I hold back? Um, where do I where do I to, where do I look to to say that you know what? It's not. It's not. It's it's this resistance to Ra is uh, is, is not is not what is not something I want. Um, so, so which, so, so again, so, so what, what, what are we to do? Like, how are we to resolve this conundrum between Shlomo Melech's Simcha uh, Tzadik also Smishpat and and Nefesh Rasha Ivsara, right? That a per, that that the Russia person who's at, at his core is really a Russia, right? That, that's 
that's a that, that's a negative thing. You have to you have to work on becoming a person that only wants good. Or do I want to be this person that the, that's that's the Gemara talks about, that Chazal talk about, this person who is the Fum Tairagra, that works harder, that overcomes himself, that, that faces challenges and, and, and wins them over. Right? Which is which is it? Which is it that I that I want to be? So the Ramam writes, right, in, in the Shemana Prakim, right, that the truth is each one of these are very, they're two very different aspects to our Avodah Hashem, and both of them are actually true. There, there, there are aspects of both of them that are actually, that are actually very real, and that are very normal that a person, that a, that a person, that a person really has to desire. There are things that are, we would call them, we would call them Mitzvos sichlios that are that are that are things that we arrive at intellectually. We have an intellectual understanding of their negativity of the things that 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 we see as being objectively objectively almost at least according to again everything everything that we do is somewhat based on our culture. But but sometimes you can understand and you see this from the from the world over that the whole world has arrived at the same conclusions that these things are something that is negative. In other words. Yes, you have certain civilizations that don't recognize it, but when we, most people, when they think, when they see those people, they think of them as barbaric. They think of them as as backwards. They think of them as as people that are negative. Ritzicha to one that one person should murder another person. That people should steal from one another, take something that not recognize each other's. And by the way, even in cultures where stealing is considered a skill, it's only considered a skill outside your own immediate subset, right? In other words, um, um, somebody might want to point out that. Uh, Native Americans believed that didn't believe in the concept of, of property. They believed that if, if you had something and I wanted it, it was the greatest compliment would be, or the great of, of, of my own skill or my greatness would be to go out and steal it. Nobody from my, but within my own group, I would never steal. I would never take something within my own because everybody understands that within a communal structure, you have to have rules that allow all of us to survive. Even cannibals don't eat each other. They eat other tribes. They eat their enemies, but amongst themselves, they recognize it. So even in those cultures where certain basic things that we are that we are are disgusted by that we that we that we reject that we see as being negative and their culture may not completely disqualify that but even even there there are limitations and gradations where within which this is not an acceptable behavior murder stealing uh, uh, even uh, 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 adultery and, and those types of things so there's a certain recognition of things that are outside the bounds, outside the limitations of how a person is supposed to move. We call those things, right? Sometimes these are concepts are referred to as sikhli, which, would, which we, we would put to, to as being a, um, should, uh, as, as being sort of almost intellectual things that we would arrive at intellect within, through our own intellectual capacity. Those are the things that the Shalom al is talking about. Nefesh Rasha Ibsara, you can have People who are who are off, they're socially off. They don't they don't get it. They don't, and they they talk they talk they desire these kinds of things. But those have to be ought to be rejected. Such a person, simkalatzadik osis mishpat, the mishpat as it as it were is is the is the ikker. That's it's it's a key to understanding and growing and to becoming what you want to be. That's that's a that's a that's a, a critical piece of who we are. But there are other things where it's harder for us to really appreciate. Um, 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 uh, exactly what the value of those things is. Uh, you know, the kashras, for instance, right? Eating kosher food, right? So eating, knowing that that if it has a, if it chews its cud, but it doesn't have split hooves, you shouldn't eat it, 
right? Why? Well, what's the difference? It has fins, but it doesn't have scales, right? So I, you know, so now I can't have uh, I can't have uh, barracuda, or I can't have I can I can't eat shark meat, I can't have alligator, or something like that. These are things that are that have become that are supposed to be delicacies. They're actually supposed to taste pretty good. I mean, some people now down in Baltimore, they're very into uh, chocolate covered cicadas and everything like that. I mean, to me, it's like uh, those are the things that the Torah tells us you should say. Uh, it looks good, but my answer, I don't, I don't know if the Torah necessarily would want to see insects, but uh, but in, in other words, uh, uh, that a person, that there's certain things that are, that certain foods that smell good. As a person could say a cheeseburger it looks, it looks delicious. It looks, and yet the Torah tells us, no, the minute you miss it, it's, it's possible. Yeah, it's, it could be some, you know, some of the time I miss us when they try to talk, it's, it's mullet it, it puts in a person a, a sense of axarius or cruelty, etc. We're not supposed to, that, that's not necessarily the goal because they were supposed to say, yes, those things look very good. They look delicious. They look nutritious. They look like they could be a benefit to us. Yeah, my said the Rebbe says that we shouldn't do that. We should have said we shouldn't do what that um um uh, uh uh we shouldn't do those types of things. We should stay away from this, those types of things. Um, the, the you know that so that's what we call we call mishpatim and kukim. You have statutes, you have ideas, concepts that are social that that socially develop us that allow us to become what we're supposed to be. Those are things that every person. That 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 there's a good a good person a person that has within him any sense of of right and wrong any sense of of capability and culpability and and responsibility so he will he will he will reject those types of things and yet you can have other things which there's no way for us to really know that we only do them because Taka that's the way the Rambam says it the way it's formulated the Gemara and Yuma really says says a similar thing right that there are certain halachos there's certain mitzvos right. That even if the Torah wouldn't say them, we would have come up with them ourselves. We would have thought of them. We would have we we would have we would have made such rules as societies around the world have done, or even even those that weren't necessarily in contact in, to, to meet up with what we call Judeo. They call it Judeo Christian values, but Judeo values—the values that come out of of Judaism that the rest of the world borrowed from us. But but there are other cultures that came up with these laws even outside of us because they understood that these these are universal truths that it's clear that anybody would come up with. And then there are things that we never would have dreamed of. We never could. We, we would we never we would never come up with them. We would never have a possibility. And on that, though, those things, the Gemara Yuma says a fascinating thing. The Gemara says that we have these other mitzvahs. Is ein l'charushus l'harher acharim. You don't have permission. That's what, uh, uh, I'll translate it literally, but we, we're going to have to revisit this idea. You don't have a rishus. A rishus usually means a permission. You don't have. You don't have the. You don't have the. You don't have the license. The harachareim to even think about these types of things, to even to enter into, to engage in a thought process about them. It's a funny thing like the Gemara says. The Gemara says the Gemara doesn't just say that they're things that don't make sense to us. The Gemara says you can't even think about them. You, this is what this is the das of the Rebbeinu This is what the Rebbeinu tells us about the world. This is what the paraduma. It makes this person tummy and it makes that the person that made the person who was tar it makes him tummy. The person who was tummy it makes him tar. You can't know for you have no right. You have, don't have a place. There's no makom. There's no room for you to even think about what that's all about. It doesn't sit so well, you know, in, 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 in our within it, within it, within what we usually do is you don't even have rishus. Um, uh, you don't even have rishus to, to think about it. What does that mean? You don't have rishus to think about it. How how can it be that we, we don't have rishus to think about it? So so to to try to to delve a little bit into the depths of what that means. Let's let's take it a step further. And as we're, what we're trying to understand, we've, we've what we've created is a paradigm, if you will. 
where you have mishpatim, logical and rational things. Those are things that a person, if a person is to be a good person, a person, a person rejects within himself those ideas. We have what we call chukim, those ideas that are, even if things that we don't have an explanation, which the Gemara seems to tell us, let's, let's, try to, let's try to understand what, what exactly that hakdara is. What exactly is that is that that classification of things that I can't even think about? That it's not it's not it's not it's not, it's not in my, it's not within the the realm of possibility for me to even uh, to, to try to to strive to to understand them. So there's a Rashi, a very very fascinating Rashi, and when it talks about Briasa Adam when Adam was created, it says Hakadosh Baruch says says to to the Malach to the to the to the to the, to the to his court, right? Let us make man. Let him let us make him in our image, kidmuseinu in our form. Those are the, that's the common kidmuseinu. What does kidmuseinu mean? Right? What what are those words? What, 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 what's what are we what what is that that's it's uh that we're striving to be? So Rashi there says. That we should create him to be means that we should give him a secha elokis. We should have a capability of a a secha of elokim, an elokim like secha. What is elokim? This, what, what does that mean exactly? What is a secha elokim? If it's if it means just intellect, as we've discussed previously, that would be in other contexts. This idea of human intellect is just then. It would seem that it's just a matter of what's what's so unique about that. In other words, that we would have a problem. Hashem wants to create a unique creature, something that's different than everything that He's created till now. He says, "So let us create man, b'tzalmenu kidmuseinu," and that is that. That's what separates man from every other creature that is in the world. If we're to say that b'tzalmenu kidmuseinu, as Rashi there says, it means seichel elokis. It just means seichel, seichel elokis, and seichel elokis just means that we have a more Sophisticated ability or capability of rationalizing and problem solving, etc. That's a very difficult idea to wrap our heads around, um, because because then it's just it's just it's just a matter of of gradation. And in other words, you have creatures that are very bright, right, and very cunning, right. For me, uh, uh, lately, I've been look, I've been watching the squirrels, right, and and how good they are at stealing food from my bird feeder. No matter what what thing I come up with to try to protect it, they seem to they solve the problems. They see pro- they see a problem, they solve the problem. If they have to hang off their back legs and use their front legs to pick it up and they to chew through the plastic, they figure out a way to get at the food. No matter what I do, they figure, they're figuring out a way to get at the food, right? They're doing something. Or you know, we could go to or even more intelligent creatures, whether it's whether whether it's it's chimpanzees that are able to make rudimentary tools to be able to 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 get food or it's whales that figure out different ways the patterns of things or they chase the seals up onto the ice flow and then they knock the ice knock the seal up from 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 underneath they're solving problems that they're using intellect they're using you know you might call we might call men i'd say it's called bahira on the same level as bahira but at some level they're using their intellect so then it's it's just a matter of degree so it's just a level of degree it's it's just it's just that we're just Somewhat smarter than them, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't. It doesn't resonate well. It doesn't. Doesn't. It doesn't seem to be what. It, what it should be. It, there has to be that something that's deeper than that. There has to be that somehow we have a, a, a. We're in touch with, with the 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 
the the intellect of the Ribarashon Kaviochel. That's what it is. But Salmenu Kid Musenu means we have to have some sort of godlike intellect. There's something that's above us, that's more than that, that goes beyond um the simple understanding of things, but rather it's 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 an understanding on the level of the Ribarashon. Um um so so what 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 exactly does it how the idea is that Akashwaku gives us the possibility of touching of of reaching an, an understanding of Elokus. Elokus means the one who is the source of all power, we, the one who is who is who is able to to differentiate on a much higher level. In fact, you know, and this level, this level of, of Seicha Elokis, right, where, where we where we see it. We see it by the Nachash. The Nachash says to Adam and Chavo, he says, V'yisem Kelohim, um, you'll be like Elohim, like real powers, powers that control your destiny, control your reality. Ladas, to know Tovara, the difference between good and evil. To be able to know at things at their essence, at their very core, what are they, how do they express themselves in the world? How do they, what, what is it that they, that they, help, that they touch that, that's really from something that is, beyond this world it's not just it's it's like it's like a level of you know it's something that, that it's it's an it's an abstract quality that we are capable of that no other creatures are capable of we've talked about it when we talk about machshav when we spoke about tibur it's the capability of a person to to give over an abstract concept to touch ruchnias to touch something that is limitless perhaps we could say to understand morality on a deeper level, to understand things that that are right and wrong, right from wrong, told from wrong, on a, on a whole new level, right? That's that's a whole new reality. Now, that reality that we're able to plug into, we're able to. Plug, we don't have seichel like the Rebbeinu himself. We don't understand the Rebbeinu seichel, but what it means is, because created an overlap. But kid we said. You know, we said we keep saying over that idea of the of the nefesh achaim. Betzel betzalmenu means betzel, like in the shadow, like a shadow. Betzad madoma, in some way similar kidmusenu, like the dmus of the ribbonisham. The dmus of the ribbonisham is infinite, so we can't have we can't we, we there can't be more than one infinite being. Then by definition, one of them is not infinite anymore. The only way that something that's infinite is one that contains everything else. But the ribbonisham, we can have an overlap, so to speak. Like if you were to draw two circles and there's an overlapping area where, where there's the Rebbeinu Shams, uh, uh, the there's the Rebbeinu Shams uh, uh, and then there's our Seichel that overlaps, so to speak. And in that overlap, in that tiny place overlap, that's where a human being is completely unique. That's where a person, a person has a sensitivity, has the possibility of having a sensitivity. That's what a person has to strive for to become something that's great. A person has to work to be able to, to earn that, that, that level of what he wants to be. That's what the Nachash attacks Adam Arishan. He says to him, you don't eat, you didn't eat from the Eitzadas, Tobarasa, therefore you don't have that intellect, that Seichelokis. You want to be Kelohim, like a power, like a real power, like something that's the source of its own energy, that has that that gives off power on this level, right? That's that's the idea that you have, you have that possibility to do it. You have to eat from the Eitzadas, Tobarasa. That's, that's what the Nachash challenges them with, and that's what Adam Arishan eats from that Eitzadah Tovarah because he wants to be able to accomplish what HaKadosh Baruch wants him to be able to accomplish, to touch Elokos, to be B'Tzalmeinu Kidmuseinu. And he sees this as a pathway to doing that, but that's not, uh, that's, that, that's not where, that's not, that's not where it ends. 
Rebbeinu B'chai, at the beginning of our in the instructs parsha says that a choyk is not the pshat. A choyk is not something that we don't understand. It's not the it's not the idea that it's not understandable by us. It means the word choyk. The word choyk can also mean something that's a boundary. It's a limitation. When we say zos chukas there's there's a, there's there's an area in the Torah which is where there are chukim, where there there are chak chukakok, like a, there's a there's a, a shape carved out. There's a there's a line of definition where it stops. There's a place where there's overlap, and then there's a limitation to that overlap that we have. And in the limitation of that overlap, that's where the world of chok lies. So beyond that, it gives us a sense, not so much as a limitation, but it's our bridge to a deeper element. That's what it means. That's, that's what Shalom Amalek is really saying. Shalom Amalek says, Zeis chukas This is the chok of the Torah that means, I recognize that there's an aspect of Torah that there's a bridge to through Parsha's chukas. Through the Parsha of Sinai, there's a chukas Torah that there's a limit to what we understand, a boundary of what we understand, but that limit at the same time is the bridge for us to touch something that's so much bigger than ourselves. That's what we're striving for. That It doesn't come to us naturally. What comes to us naturally is mishpatim, but chukim, that doesn't come to us naturally. That's something we have to strive for, to sense that there's a level of kedusha, there's a level of, of holiness, there's a level of, of being elevated to a whole new dimension that's not contained within the limitations of what we logically, it's the way we logically express it, but it's rather something that's much deeper than what we're saying. That's perhaps what the Pshad and the Gemara and Yuma means when means not Roshus, you don't have permission. means you don't have access. You don't, you don't have the tools that it takes to get into that place. You don't have your. It's outside the boundaries. It's at the other end of the bridge that you haven't yet crossed. You get you. It's much harder to reach that 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 level. The truth is, the Ramam in the Maranavuchim in in Chelik Sheni Perak Mem takes us to a whole new level. He explains this 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 idea that when he's talking about founding societies, when you want to build a religion, you want to build build build. You want to build a a uh, a conceptual idea around which to live your life. So if all it tells you about what to do is how to live a moral life, if all the all your the system that you create teaches you about being considerate and concerned and building a society that is that that is that 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 is uh, that takes care of its citizens, that's not a religion. That's not something that's not, that's that's a society, that's a culture, that's that, that that's a good thing. It's it's something that you should that you should have. It's necessary. But it's, it's not a it's not a, a something that's a religion, something that's a dust, something that brings you to to a connection to something that's higher has to take you beyond the limitations of what you really understand. It has to take you to a place where where there's where, where there is no there is no idea that the, the idea is that there's something that's higher than what you really understand. The Drash Saran brings it out um perhaps even more powerfully. The, the Drash Saran says it like this: the Drash Saran writes. In the Psukim in, in, in Parshas Devarim, the Pasuk says over there that the guy will all look at us and they'll say, What an unbelievable people we are. We're such wise people, right? That Akarish Baruch Kimi Gai Gadla, Asher Hashem Elokim, Kroyvim Elov, that Hashem is so close to us, that Hashem comes and expresses Himself through us, that he that our Torah, the Torah that we have, Will be something that the guy will marvel at and at, at how amazing it is. Now th- that's a funny thing to say because it also the same, by the same token the Gemara says Chazal tell us 
that the guy mock us for the mitzvahs that we do. They make fun of us because we have all these mitzvahs. So which one is it? Are they are they marveling at us because of our Torah? Are they amazed by our Torah? Or do they think that our Torah is ridiculous and stupid and, and absolutely crazy and has all these, these limitations that are, that, that are not? So the Drash Saran explains like, is, is that it, it's really both. It's, it depends how you how you function within the world and how you function on a regular basis. If you function within a world where you only do zany, crazy things and you only are outside the limitations of what the world is, then, then talk of the world thinks that you're crazy. The world thinks that you're nuts. But when you have a, 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 um, a bond that is, that is really a, com- a combination of both, right? It's a, both a, a combination of the system, of the natural system of the world, of a world of, of, of mishpatim, that has that has laws to it, but also we but we're not limited by those laws. We don't we we see them and we're not we're simul, we're we're not sti- we're stimulated by things by aspects of that that go beyond us that really elevate us to something that's that's higher and we consistently stay with that and consistently show that we have we have an understanding that is measured in a whole different way. Then they come to respect us. They come to see us as. Wow, listen, this Uma is Takapala, this this Kaliso. They're here for so long. They've outlived every other culture and every other civilization. But how is that? With all of their their nuances and their strange things, that, that's the that's the things that we don't we can't quantify. So so is like this. In other words, imagine a person approaches an idea, comes to you, right? And they want to solve certain problems. They want to look at something, they want to, they want to quantify it. So th- there's different ways that you can look at things. And one has to understand that there's there's an element to ruchnius, there's an element to a spiritual dimension that really is elevated beyond all of the limitations of what we have in this world. Sometimes, you know, you see, for instance, uh, uh, this is this is a great muscle that, that, that Rapiansky said. You, you see a, a floor, a wooden floor, and it's got like water stains on it, and the, 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 it's really ugly, and it's, it's got really got messed up. So you want to know? So, so how did that happen? So you figure out how much water spilled on the ground, how long the water was there, what the interaction, the chemical interaction of the wood with the water, and this and that, right? And then even though there's a water seal on it, and there's a, and there's and there's a finish on it, and all the rest of that, but over time, given this amount of exposure and this amount of whatever, it soaks in and it leaves a stain on it, and you figure out exactly how you ended up with that stain on the floor. If I come to you and I show you a beautiful painting. And I say to you, okay, now, so so quantify for me why this is a beautiful painting. Like, uh, how much red did you have to use? How much green did you have to use? How did you, which one did you combine first and second? You, you start trying to solve it with that type of with that type of rationale. You, you're never going to get anywhere. You know, you're not going to. It has nothing to do with that, right? It's 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 the creativity of how the colors fit together and how the balance and the light and the. But there's no there's no there's no formula for it. There's no, there's no way to understand which one, which one will be better and which one will be worse. Imagine somebody would ask Monet, right, in one of his abstract paintings, how did you do that? Like, could like, quantify for me in a, in, a, in a rational way? I think, you know, the only thing that I think that works differently than this is, is music, because I think that in music, I think it actually is very mathematical. And I think you could, there are two ways, well, the truth is, in all things, there, there are two ways to do these things. There, there are, there's, on all these areas, this are, there are two ways to do that. There are people who are artists, but they're logical artists. I had a friend who was a phenomenal portrait painter, but because when he looks at your face, he broke the whole thing down into planes and lines and tiny little squares. And from that, all of that, he was able to, to form that. But for him to create an abstract painting or something that was that was a little bit creative, I think he would struggle with it because the, the world, that the, nothing functioned. Everything had to be clearly defined and broken down. 
It's like, well, I, I told the story once. I had another friend that said to him once, he said, you know, I could picture myself sitting on top of a mountain, a freezing cold mountain with the air blowing on me. I could sit right here in my chair in my dorm room and close my eyes and I could start shivering from that image. The, the, the two of them, they couldn't talk to each other. It was like, the, this one was all abstract thought. This one was all real and, and, and practical. There are two different worlds and it's two different, two, two different dimensions. The concept, the idea of what Chok does for us is it says that there's another dimension of thought, one that doesn't have, that, that doesn't use the rules, so to speak, of our world. It's from a world that's beyond us. It's, it's far, it's distant from me. It doesn't work with the rules of logic. It doesn't work with the with, with, with that dimension of, of what it is. We need to understand that Torah has an element to it that can elevate us into a higher world, into a higher sphere, into a place that's beyond us that can't be quantified by the things that we recognize and the things that we know. There's a whole nother dimension to our reality that's, that's beyond that. That's what we're ultimately striving for. That's what that's that's what the chukas is. There are limitations to what we understand. There are limitations to what, but we have to desire to seek how the Torah can impact on us and affect us, so that we become sensitive even to that. So, in, in our initial question, where we, where we talk about the idea of what's a chok, what what is a chok? A chok's not just something that's not, and it's not the pshat that it's that it's a mitzvah that Hashem wants us to follow just because he he wants to show he has control over us because it's the pshat is it's a chok that comes from a different world it comes from a different dimension it's an understanding of reality that transcends our simple understanding we have to connect into that and buy into that and transform our own reality and transform who we are and what we want to be to be those people that are sensitive also to that not just sensitive to the mishpatim but sensitive to the chukim also to see how they elevate us how they touch us how they can make me a better person because that's really what they can do because it's the das alokem it's the ribanishom's ratzim the ribanishom's ratzim that means it comes from a world that that defines reality on a, a whole different plane it's not a plus b equals c if you eat this you're going to be healthy so you're going to live longer so therefore it's a good idea to eat it it's much deeper than that it's you're going to eat this and it's going to elevate you because you it's what what's what makes a person it, it, but again it can't be broken down into the mathematical formula the way we understand it it's about touching Another reality. It's about touching something that's higher than us, something that's beyond us. That's the reality that we're striving for. That's the chukas That's what that's what Paradume represents to Shalomach. Zois chukas I recognize that there's a dimension to Torah that not only does it improve me as a person, my midos, my character traits, my out, but but my highest spiritual being, my essence of who I really am, helps me to touch. To become the Talmenu Kid Musenu, to be in the Dmus Bitsalm, Bitsadma Doma, to Sechalokim. That's what I have a possibility of accomplishing. When I do a mitzvah, which makes me Bitsafta, that connects me, joins me, brings me to a higher internet, that brings me to the understanding that there's a limit to my actual understanding, that there, there, there's a dimension, an ab, we call it an abstract spiritual dimension that's much higher and that's much more. That's what we really want to strive for. Okay. Have a wonderful Shabbos.